close that door. Hello everybody and welcome to the Filipino Freethinkers Podcast. It's also a video. I'm Red. I'm Pepe. And I'm Talia. And today we're talking about Flores de Pusher, um, that now infamous um, march of suspected. We have to emphasize this so much. We will emphasize this as much <laughs> as we can in this podcast. Suspected drug pushers mm-hmm. in Tanawan. Yes. Um, a okay. place in Batangas. So here's a link to it. But we'll summarize it anyway, what happened in that place. So there were about 11 suspected drug pushers ranging in age from 14 to I don't know. And they were marched Santa Cruz and style with um, banners over their heads saying Flores the pusher because they were all alleged drug pushers. Yeah, so there was the the art. Yeah, the art were They were holding it and then there there were signs. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were holding sound, like signs, like saying... Uh, drug pusher, right? No, no alleged. Again, we will emphasize this. No suspected. Mm-hmm. Just drug pusher. Wag to Lara. Do not. Yeah. Follow imitate. in my footsteps. Do, do not emulate, right? And um, you already mentioned the age range from fourteen to something. Uh, I, I read a report. Like um, I'll link to it. It's there were two seventeen-year-olds as well. Yes and one 14-year-old. So a lot of people are angry about that. But we think that they should be angry about each and every one exactly. of the people, of the 11 yes. in that march. Even the few who admitted that they were pushing drugs for because they were so poor that they couldn't get any work. And, because of, and even the one guy who said that he couldn't get work because he is an ex-convict and the only way he could make money for his family was through drugs because no one would hire him. Even if the reason is super evil, you know, like I, I'm selling drugs because I want to make dirty bombs, I want to kill people, I want, I want, to, hurt, to, ruin I want to hurt everyone. Yeah. Like yeah. even even so, it was still a violation of the human rights of these individuals. This is what we will talk about today, how people have been reacting. How have people been reacting on your wall? Well, um, sadly, I mean, not on my wall, I wasn't able to share the report, but like I see that rea- uh, reaction of people has been like, oh, these these guys deserve it. Mm. They think that yeah, they deserve oh, it. They they immediately go on and judge the people who yeah. have only been suspected of crimes. I mean, yeah. granted, some of them have admitted to it, mm-hmm. but to say that they deserve this kind of treatment, like they go an extra step beyond what is prescribed by law and due process. Okay. So I think I think it's pretty scary. Mm. It's it's kind of how um, mobs like it reminds me of these people with lynching uh, yeah with pitchforks yeah. and torches, torches. Like, this kind of mentality growing. yeah yeah I mean you could say that at least they did, there was no pit at the end of the march you know no mm-hmm. gallows there no yeah, yeah. they weren't being whipped or yeah. anything no lashes how have people reacted on your yeah I do see a lot of similar reactions there are a lot of friends from FF who, who say the same things we're saying that yeah. it's not okay, but it's I guess it's the same people who were who have been crying for death penalty, who have been saying that that all of these drug pushers should die and do yeah. not deserve to be treated as humans. These are the same people who are also commenting on my my wall, not really wall, my feed, yeah. saying that they they deserve this punishment, they deserve to be treated like animals, like they're not human. Yeah. 
criminals have no human rights and apparently alleged criminals suspected criminals do not have human rights as well maybe something that's more popular or more trending on social media if not this flores the, the pusher is the thing that happened at the close-up concert uh, oh, right for, uh, we're not talking summer. about yeah we're not talking about that yet because uh, there there's still an investigation going on but i just want to point out that the reactions yeah. of some people are very similar yeah mm-hmm. but you said you know like the they deserve it kind of narrative the the thinking that because these people ruin lives it's okay then for their lives to be ruined in in such a way and some people might even say well at least these um, alleged drug pushers well they don't say alleged these yeah. drug pushers uh, are still alive like yeah. a lot of their victims are already dead so we can do anything to them short of killing them because that would be inhumane actually for the for the close up event i'm confused by how people are reacting yeah. because a lot of the people who died from the drug po- uh, from the drug overdoses a lot of them just had drinks that were spiked yeah. so it's not necessarily true that they were having drugs or knew that they were taking them or they were pushing them it's not that's no, we not have that information true. we yeah. don't have that exactly. information yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we we don't even know if if they died of a heat stroke or the yeah. drugs and and the people are assuming that they're drug pushers when most of the reports have shown that the the drinks were spiked and you can't tell if people took them knowingly again we can see here uh, again we, we don't have enough information yet maybe we'll do a podcast when we have it is that people would will just use whatever narrative is most convincing to them mm-hmm. you know if you're someone who does not in, um, understand or participate in the party culture then maybe you you jump to the conclusion that they overdosed yeah. Yeah. and they are responsible for it and they are suffering the consequences you know reaping what they sow and and all that but if you do understand you know you have more sympathy for for them if you are part of that culture more even more so if you know those people even yeah. more Definitely. right there are people who are really coming to grips with what happened mm-hmm. in in close up and i think th- that translates as well i mean how many of the people on on facebook on your wall on on your wall on my wall know anyone of the 11 people who marched at the flores de pusher zero right mm-hmm. Th- those people who even the victims of these people do you know them no you don't like it's just a very you know a class issue yeah. as yeah. well i think it's like a huge uh predictor of how people would react to these kind of things is how much distance yes how much Definitely. privilege they have to be distanced from these kinds of events yeah yes. so that they they feel like oh this could never yeah. happen to me yeah or anyone i know Flores the Pusher is probably the best example. It's so many levels of detachment. These people are poor. These people are ex-convicts. These people don't live in NCR. Yeah. And and I'm sure that a lot of the people watching, a lot of the people commenting on Facebook, are from NCR. They yeah. or they're not from this specific place. They're too far from the situation, and they're they've probably never seen anyone deal drugs or have to resort to that. Yeah. So they can't even imagine what it's like. So they don't even see these people as a kapwa. Yeah, you were you were telling them. like um, about how some of these drug pushers just really needed the money yes. to survive, right? Yeah. Do do the, these people on on Facebook even understand what it means to, you know, be on the edge, have two or three okay, jobs, yeah. you know, be forced into that kind of situation, have eleven children and the, on a like, minimum wage salary? I, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm only imagining based on what I have read, what mm-hmm. I have seen in documentaries. I'm only assuming how hard it is. But even I 
cannot imagine how hard it actually is. And I'm, yeah. you know, just assuming that it's going to be hard and I can't even imagine because of the privilege that I have. And unfortunately, a lot of people do not know how to check the privilege that they, yes. that they have. Um, this place has been called... The Little Mindanao. The Little Mindanao. Yeah, of the Calabar zone area. Yeah. Because of the, uh, it's notorious for illicit drugs. Mm. It flows around. Mm. And, and the, the guy who's responsible for these marches, for the vi this blatant violation of human rights, his name is Antonio... Halili. Antonio Halili, right? And I, I read that he's also responsible for parading like a... Rapists. A, a rapist for, yeah. and a fish thief. Fish wow. thief? A fish thief. Someone who wow. just, you know, the needed the food. I, How I many guess fish? You, you steal. <laughs> I mean, they didn't um, even say like a truck of fish thief. It just maybe just several pieces of fish. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, seriously, like uh, Antonio Halili, he is a self-professed supporter of Mayor Duterte. Mm -hmm. And what's scary is a lot of people are getting these ideas. Why do you think these leaders are getting the idea hmm. that they can violate human rights in such a blatant way. Where do you think? Disregard. Is it the landslide victory I don't know. of Maybe. one presidential candidate? Like, I can't be sure. There are reports that these things have been happening. Um, I'm referring to like suspected drug pushers or anyone involved in that kind of uh, business is being killed. Like before they, they're even charged. You know, they're being punished by vigilantes, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Right? Before they can be brought to, to justice. At least the justice that is legislated. Yeah. You know, like, not the, the justice that, that's very subjective. You know, I'm angry at this person, and therefore I can do whatever I want to this person. Because let's, uh, let's just make this clear that there is no provision in the law, even when you are found guilty yeah. of peddling drugs, even manufacturing drugs, yeah. even if you create a factory of drugs mm -hmm. and cause the deaths of millions. There's no provision in our law that says you can be paraded mm -hmm. yeah. like, uh, yeah. you know, like made fun of. of yeah, yeah we don't have shame. that walk of shame clause in any law. No, no, even, even if you're found guilty of that. Mm -hmm. So that itself is crime. I mean, these people want to be somewhere else. They don't want to be subjected to this treatment. And they're being held there. Yes. They're being forced to walk there. And what is that? When, when you're, is that what is that? Is that kidnapping? Is that um, illegal detention? I don't yeah. know. You know, they're moving. In, yeah, yeah. In a way, I like guess. Like the, the CHR representative in that area, uh, Jacqueline Deguia, called it mental torture. And I agree. Yes. It is torture. Definitely. Like, uh, they will be, I think, scarred. For I mean, for sure. I mean, it will affect them, especially those uh, the, the, the two seventeen-year-olds yes. and the fourteen-year-olds. You know, sure. yeah. There are stories of so many people involved in drugs, drug addicts, drug pushers, who have turned their lives around, mm -hmm. who have gone through liberal rehabilitation, and it has worked for them, and they're now con contributing members of society. It's hard to to imagine that these kids will yeah. have the same opportunity or as much opportunity to be they're rehabilitated. Not even done with school yet. Not even done with school yet. I'm sure that they're going back to class in a couple of months. And yeah, what kind of treatment will they, you know? Yes. And let's not even forget. Uh, I mean, I, I said we will emphasize this and we can't emphasize this enough. That these people are alleged and suspected yeah. drug pushers. Mm -hmm. The defense of Antonio Halili 
is to say that they were caught in the act. Yeah. And I, how does that how does that even really work? That's strange yeah. for me yeah. because if they say that they were caught in the act, then okay, present it in court. Yeah. Show the court your evidence. Exactly. Document it. These things, these processes are in yeah. place to protect everyone because as we know, like the justice system isn't perfect. Yeah. It has mm-hmm. to protect against abuses of power. Yeah. Even the police sometimes yeah. are known to like uh, bear false witness against yeah. maliciously, people. yeah, maliciously, yes. or even innocently, or, or they just, yeah, in, yeah. maybe, maybe they they were mm-hmm. incompetent, mm-hmm. and then people get go to jail when they're actually innocent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why we have these strict processes to make sure that we don't send innocent people to jail, yeah. and even worse, like make innocent people go through punishments that aren't yes. even part of the law to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Well, maybe you you hit the nail on the head right there. If these people went through the proper system, you know, of punishment and prosecution, then they'd be in jail. And what opportunity would that would Antonio Halili have to parade <laughs> these criminals? Yeah. In I mean, these alleged criminals. I almost made the same mistake. That's on you, Duterte and Antonio Halili. These alleged criminals. You know, how how will they be suspected to this mental torture, this illegal detention, and all that? If they're, you know, in, in if they go in to jail, the proper yeah. system, and again, these people that, that that are going through it, they're the they're the people in society who need help the most. Yes. Yeah. If we had a better society, if we were in, if there there wasn't inequality, you know, corruption in our government, these people wouldn't need to resort to these kinds of uh, activities. Yeah. And Actually, yeah, going back to being caught in the act. Even that statement, even the idea of witnesses, there are countless studies that show implanted memories, false memories. Our memory isn't as infallible as people think. Thank you, psychologist. And (laughs) I I did a thesis on this. And even if people think that they saw what they saw, they might have misinterpreted it. It's really difficult for you to say, no, I caught him in the act. Because it's... Then, if it's just one person catching you, it's yeah. your word against theirs. Anecdotal. It's anecdotal, and, and it's, yeah. it's, it's just bearing witness. The it's way memory works. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I will link uh, a paper that is free for, <laughs> for this nice reference. Nice yes. Yeah. So, of course, there's that infamous video of the monkey suddenly inserting itself into the, you know, that? Yeah. The pa- yeah. Passing the ball, and then there's the, the monkey, and then nobody can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, of course, like, yeah, what well, like you mentioned about memories and how. You, you show a picture of a, per, a person that someone has only seen for the first time. And then the, the way memory works is it's constructed in yeah. a way that you don't get the file and replay it. You don't. You construct you it from scratch. It. Yeah. Yes. Right? And, you know, like it's an yeah. interesting thing to study memory. But anyway, the point is eyewitness testimony, this yeah. idea of... It's not waterproof. It's of not. Caught far. in the act. And, you know, what other implications are there when you say that someone is caught in the act? It's the idea that there can be witch hunts, right? These police officers or even vigilantes or even members of community who just do not like a person. They can maliciously say, drug pusher, right? Arrest that. Okay, caught in the act, you're part of the florist, the pusher for next month. You know, that, that kind of thing. And even if it's not malicious, even if you just think... Uh, poorly about a certain individual, you see them hold like tawas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> look, and it's then, cocaine. Yeah, look, okay, arrest that person. You know, like yeah. you, you believe sincerely yeah. that you can't quote the person in the act, but Mm-mm. that person's actually innocent. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, emotions tend to 
tend to cloud. do things to our mind. Yeah. You know, cloud our judgment, cloud our, our objective, our senses. Yeah. We cloud our, cloud our objectivity. And even if they're not clouded by emotions, as we have mentioned already, they're not perfect to begin yeah. with. Mm -hmm. yep. So that is why we need these laws, these procedures, yes. you know, evidence to be, you know, proven beyond reasonable doubt that this person is guilty and only then will this person go to jail, go to or jail be punished in whatever but way. never hopefully be rehabilitated hopefully rehabilitated hopefully rehabilitated especially if they're young you know we have yes. juvenile uh, delinquent i mean they're they're they have different separate facilities yeah. right? for juveniles which are severely Again, underfunded and also also we need to emphasize this what kids are called what minors are called is juvenile delinquents, yes. right? They're not called criminals in the same yeah. way that adults are because there's a presumption similar to consent. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. they can be used by ad adults in certain ways. We assume that their judgment is not on the same level as, as adults. adults. Yes. So we call them juvenile delinquents, you know, to to account for that, to account for that uh, age of consent, which in the Philippines is twelve. I, I this has been going around like something that. Duterte and Cayetano said during their campaign, mm -hmm. they wanted yes. to lower, lower criminal liability lower yeah. criminal from 15 li to 12. Yeah. Yeah. Which yes. brings up another thing. There was a 14-year-old there, so she wasn't supposed to be criminally liable at all. She can't even be considered a juvenile because mm. the minimum age is 15 and she doesn't even hit that. A juvenile delinquent. Yes, for a juvenile yeah. delinquent, you have to be between 15 and 18. After 18, that's when you're tried as an adult. But one of the, the people who marched was 14. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. Can you guys wrong. even remember what you were doing when you were 14? <laughs> well, um, I, I'll play the devil's advocate here. The, the way people will see this, I mean, the way critics of our current justice system, which they call mm. broken, is um, they would say that these kids are used to commit the crimes precisely because they keep getting away with it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they fall through the cracks. They're not wow. caught because they're considered innocent, mm -hmm. they're, they're not thrown in jail for so long to rot, you know, and they should have been. You know, this, mm -hmm. these are the kinds of thoughts that people have. And again, it's a, it's a different climate. Like, um, say, before the Duterte candidacy, I don't think we would get the same kind of reaction from, from people, from many sectors of society. And I think a lot of people especially those who voted for Duterte, are kind of set on it. You know, they're, yeah. they're on this track that they have sunk criminals. Costs. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, if I admit now that yeah. I... That, that I was wrong, all of these past six months of posting about how great he was, that's all down the drain, so I yeah. have to keep going. It's not true. Yeah, and as a... I mean, we consider ourselves a progressive organization. We mm -hmm. like fighting for... Human rights? Human rights, you know, LGBT, marriage equality, yes. divorce, euthanasia. Equality in general. You know, like these, these rights for minorities that are not yet legislated. Mm -hmm. It's... I mean, we will still. I mean, yeah. if people start violating human rights of criminals in these ways, you know, Flores, the, the pusher, it's not even in the mandate of... I mean, in the usual thing that we fight for yeah, yeah. At, at Filipino free thinkers, because we never imagined when we started this that we would have to fight for something as basic, yeah. yeah. You know, as the, the right to due process. Come on, like I didn't. We didn't sign up for yeah. this, but we would, right? Yeah. We we would. It's come to this that we have to. Okay, like let's put the the LGBT marriage equality advocacy on hold for now. 
because people are forgetting that due process is already legislated. Yes, it's a thing. It's already part of like our secularism. Yeah, <laughs> right. Part of the constitution. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Um, secularism is another story because it's it hasn't really been practiced mm -hmm. in in a very it's consistent paper, way yeah. from the start. Yeah, from paper. the start. But due process, I'll give our democracy. True you know enough. more more credit. I mean, they they have yes. respected due pr the the idea of due in process general, in general. You know, in general, of course, there have been violations. Martial law, for oh, sure, right? For the for the apologists in the in the audience, martial law was you know infamous for that. Probably the single biggest violation of due process right. in the and, and, sure. and here we are now. Duterte is president, and he is saying that. Uh, Marcos should be buried in the Libingan ng mga bayani, and a lot of people are fighting for Marcos to be the vice president. You know, like of course, some people could be just asking for fairness. That's one thing, but sure. it's another thing that there are apologists as well yeah. who think that Marcos did, did nothing, and so many things. I mean, can we just fight for the progressive <laughs> stuff yes. again? Yes. I, I, Come on, due process. Thank you for watching this episode. If you like this, do share, subscribe, and comment. Uh, we will talk about this on the next meetup. Details of that on our social media sites. On behalf of Pepe, Talia, Garrick, our analyst desk, and our door closer, see you next week. Levi. <laughs> Levi is the name of our dog closer. Why didn't I mention? <laughs>